You're listening to KKFM, the global social media coaching podcast. Hey guys, it's Keith Keller in Melbourne, Australia, our spring. And it's the US fall. And I just love this global stuff. You're listening to Global Social Media Radio. And we have the tagline, something global, something social. And today is no exception. We're talking to a South African living in the US, who's talking to an Aussie living in Melbourne, about video marketing. And this is, a really, this is going to be a really, really interesting show. We've called this How to Be Confident on Video. Because it's very, very important. Video is a, is a big stream now. It's a big driver of traffic. A lot of people are scared about the, uh, the concept of putting their face on the TV or their face on the, on the video. So we're actually now going to decode how to make uh, yourself look super sexy and super confident on video and why you would actually do, uh, do video. So welcome to the show, Mamika. Well, thanks for having me, Keith. I'm so excited to be here. Now, we're interviewing Mamika Cooney. As I said, she's from Charlotte, North Carolina. She was originally from uh, South Africa. Can you tell me a little bit of your story? It's a very fascinating story. And then once you've done that, show me, share some stats with me about why video is so important. Sure. Well, as you can tell, you know, I'm South African uh, and I've been living in the U.S. for nine years. But I left South Africa in 2000 and then moved to the UK. So I've actually also had a bit of a British in, you know, influence there. But the story goes is how I got, got started with where I'm at now is um, back in the analog days of video, I actually worked in a TV production company behind the scenes producing you know, promos for the local TV station. And I really fell in love with video as a medium. But this was before the days of digital where we had like really clunky old VHS tapes um, we didn't have the likes of all the equipment and technology we have today. But, you know, there was something about um, being able to be in front of camera and, you know, relating to an audience that I really loved. And then subsequently I went through training and I was uh, lucky enough to get um, what we call TV uh, presenting training. We're here in the U.S. We call it TV broadcasting. Um, she's now in the in Atlanta. She's a CNN news anchor. But back then, Nadia Bilchik was um, part of the show MNET. And um, I was able to work with her for a couple of months, and she trained me on how to use everything from, you know, be able to read a teleprompter, an autocue, you know, how to how to position yourself, how to deliver, not how to speak properly. And for me, I just thought, oh, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be. But it's really hard to break in the market. After trying for a couple of years, and then eventually having a baby, I decided, you know, I'll put that idea on the shelf. And then fast forward a few years, my husband and I moved to the UK to, to um, replant his um, internet marketing business in the UK. And I got the opportunity to be able to work with a local TV um, station. They were looking for a host for their um, morning breakfast show called York TV. Now, this was a really low budget form. I mean, still analog days, no digital. And I remember where we would go to the local businesses in the area and my director would say, okay, hon, we've got 30 minutes of tape. You've got to get this down. He would give me a, a brochure and say, okay, read over that. And then we're going to start shooting. And I would just have to learn how to speak off the cuff. I'd have to figure out what was important, how to d- deliver and talk about uh, and make this local business shine. Everything from mm-hmm. the local skid pan to the mountain, um, the ski, the local indoor ski slope to underground caves to jewelry manufacturers to a local gym 
you know, everything that they had available, I, I just was throwing myself in there. And what it taught me is to really get over that fear of like, oh my gosh, what am I saying? What do I look like? I would totally critique the way my hair looked, the way the outfits were looked. And I look back now at that and I'm like, oh my gosh, I seriously wore that hot pink shirt. Like, seriously, girl, what was I thinking? But, can I just can I just ask you a question there, Mameka? Is that do you think that really is the essence of what is the the new version of video now? The idea that you don't have to be perfect, that it's actually important to just be yourself. Oh, for sure. And I think I learned this the hard way, thinking you had to have this perfection mentality. If you didn't have the perfect hair and the perfect outfits, but on a low budget uh, TV production, uh, there was no hair and makeup. I had to really just deliver a good content, and that's what I honed in on and what I was trained to look for was what's the story, what's the content, what does the viewer want to know? I mean, we could be critical of ourselves and the way we look on camera, but believe me, most people are not looking at that. They want to know what's in it for them. You know, why should I watch? Why should I listen? And you know, that whole experience really showed me that, you know, to find those elements and it helped me just, it's like getting on a bicycle for the first time. Just put yourself out there. The more you do it, the more comfortable you get and then it just becomes like second nature. It's very, very inspiring because even I uh, struggle with the idea and we're going to talk in the second episode about Blab and Periscope and the new version of this story. But one thing I'm, I know that everyone's interested in is, well, why do it? I mean, why put yourself through all this suffering if you don't want to do video? What, what, what's the payoff? The payoff is the stats. Now, you've got some stats uh, and some proof there that video is worth doing. Do you want to just share that to make, make people feel a bit more comfortable that this is worth having a go at? Oh, for sure. Now is the best time to get started in video because the technology and the tools have finally caught up with making it affordable for people to get involved with video. Because, you know, back in the day, even as, as recent as two years ago, um, I'm the host of my own show called Mamiki TV. And we were talking before this, before we started recording, it cost me $300 per episode to do a live stream broadcast. But now right. with the likes of video, it's so much easier. And here's some examples. I mean, this is, um, and I'm sure these stats are getting even higher, but um, it's, according to Forrester, they did a survey and they said video boosts email open rates by 19%. Forbes has said 65% of executives visit a, a vendor's site after watching their video. Wow. Yeah. Marketing professionals say 70% of marketing professionals say that video converts better than any other medium. Um, Comscore says 64% of consumers are more likely to purchase a product or service after watching a video about it. And Real SEO says homepage videos are shown to increase conversion rates by 20% or more. And Unbounce said video landing pages increase, increase your um, conversion by 80%. It's all about conversions, and, and why is that? Do you think it's because people see the real you, or they, they get a sense of what you're on about? Or why do videos convert so well? Yeah, because let's put it this way. You can write a very long-form sales letter or a blog post, and you could tweet something, but there's no real face to it. You know, Anybody with an account can just put stuff out there. But what video does, it totally takes away that sort of what would I call the first stage of dating, right? Because really when you're in business – and you're trying to find clients, you, it's literally like you're dating. You want to find the right people ah, who courting. are... Yeah, or courting. You know, you, you want to find the right people who are a right fit for your business, and they want to know, is this the person that, that can help me solve my problem, and do I want to work with this person? So by putting yourself in video, they get to see the real you. They get to hear what you sound like. Because, you know, of course, we read body language much more than we read what people say. Mm -hmm. um, and by seeing somebody in video, you can tell immediately if they're authentic or not. And you are you are going to make that, those 
really you know uh, split second decisions about whether you like someone like for instance i've been following people on on um you know social media for years and then once i eventually saw them in videos like oh okay this is not what i was thinking and this is a disconnect you're not who you are in video as you are on online and to me it just totally put me off where on the flip side what i found is since i've been using video People are like, oh, I really have got to know you better. And it's like, I feel like I know you. I've known you for years because I've been, yeah. you know, spending time with you through your video series, even though, like, I put together a video series um, part of my email funnel. And by the time they come out of that video series, they feel like we are like BFFs because, you know, they get to see me. I'm just exactly the way I am. I don't sugarcoat things. And I just think the more real and authentic we can be, that the, the deeper the connection we can make with our potential clients. It's very, look, it's so important, and, and I, I want to pick up on the idea that video is by far the best converting. We know that for sure. I know that on Twitter, videos are the most high-converting uh, format, even more than images, but we still, a lot of us, have the problem with the confidence. So how do we, how do we get over that fear of putting ourselves out there on video? What, what are some quick tips in this episode to get us started and then we're going to come back in the second episode and decode all of the available options and there are a lot now and they're all very cost effective but give me some quick uh, cheat sheets about how people can you know make their videos better and get over the fear of it all sure well basically what holds us back is the the lack of knowledge right and once you have knowledge of what works and what to do and you have a blueprint then that's when confidence comes in if you know how you that by having the right lighting for instance that you're going to look good you're going to feel more confident if you know that how do you actually create a script and you know be on point when you're talking so without the waffle then you'll feel more confident so they're the basic elements like number one with video is lighting is key too people want to see that the, the the color of your eyes you want to be able to be likable because you know, it's like wearing you know sunglasses if someone can't see your eyes that they, they can't connect with you so you oh, want to wow. be able to make that connection with people second of all sound quality is super important you need to use if you're not going to invest in a fancy camera you must get decent quality sound just like we are doing a podcast now you know it's very hard to listen to bad quality sound i mean people will put up with a kind of or semi bad video but with the likes of technology now the expectations are getting higher yeah. and higher but the, the good news is you don't have to spend a whole bunch on very ex expensive equipment. Even the new iPhones, you know, the new iPhone 6 has 4K quality video. What 4K is, it's a hugely um, detailed quality file. They've made Hollywood videos with 4K video. Mm. So this mm. I, know, I, I know people that have actually got really major blockbuster movies doing a demo on their iPhone. Oh, for sure. I mean, that is how easy the technology is. I mean, for... As if, I've been a professional photographer for 12 years and the technology and camera quality has increased so much and it's almost like doubles every time something comes out. But why I'm so excited now is you can get started with video. I mean, even two years ago when I was training people on video, I would encourage you to get like a DSLR camera, which was at least $1,000 or more. But now you can use your iPhone because the camera quality is great. All I would say is the sound quality is still not 100%, but there's nothing that a $25 lavalier mic that plugs into the bottom of your, your, your phone won't fix. So if you know you've got your lighting set, you've got your sound quality set, everything else after that is, is easy because, you know, what you do with the video, and we'll cover that in the next session, 
is you know deciding on what the, what platforms you want to be that'll then decide what you do with your videos thereafter but then the other thing we must mention that people always say to me is I don't know what to say you know coming up with a script you know, this going back to the day is when <clears throat> I was trained as a TV broadcaster you know we were trained that you read the script and the way that you deliver the script you've got to make it sound natural but for the most part what I'm loving about this new format of video is that it doesn't all have to be scripted. You can yeah. really just be yourself. You can just, you know, for me, even now, I hate reading off a script. I'd rather have bullet points because I know then as long as I hit those points um, and I can then talk naturally, then, you know, I'll be, I'll come across as more authentic. It's less, you know, stiff and news-like. Yeah, so, I, I refuse to do scripts. I refuse. I, I've tried several times to do them, and I've been asked to do them. I just refuse. So I, I like the idea of a, a natural – that's why I love podcasting, because podcasting is this natural banter between two people. And now it's getting increasingly easier to have that type of interaction on video, which means it's much more enjoyable to watch. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing is people want to feel like they're having a conversation. Why do the likes of reality TV do so well, right? You can kind of tell the ones that are really – sort of scripted and staged, it, it just doesn't come across as really genuine. And to me, I'd rather be a, a fly on the wall. I mean, it's like you you trained in, in radio, right? We, we've trained how to rift and how to like create a conversation because that's how people talk. You know, we don't talk to each other and, you know, it's scripted unless you're reading the news. And that's the only time that I think that kind of, uh, and the Oscars, you know, you've got a very limited time for these people to be able to deliver what they have to say. So there is a time and place for it. But in terms of putting video in, in the, the hands of the general populace, it's definitely being able to be um, really natural with what you're delivering is really easy. That's, that's brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. You're listening to Global Social Media Radio. And if you want to find out more, if you, you've picked this up on a file somewhere, it's, you can find us at globalsocialmediaradio.com. And all of my lovely interviews are there on SoundCloud. Uh, we're going to come back in the next episode and we're going to talk about the variety of sites now that the average person can do in their house with a laptop or a, an iPhone. Uh, we're going to talk about Google Plus and Google Hangouts. That's the original idea. We're going to talk about Periscope. We're going to talk about Blab. And we're going to talk about how you can make these amazing videos with virtually no money and put them out on, in the world and get clients from just uh, having a chat. I mean, what a cool idea. You've been listening to KKFM, the global social media coaching podcast.